We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We've got Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel, Arise, Shine, and Excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Obedience to the word of God will bring you to greatness. Amen. But when we look at the title again, Wisdom for Decision Making, you can call it Ability for Decision Making. You can call it Power for Decision Making. Good Decision Making. Because the Wisdom of God is also the Power of God. Amen. You talk of the Wisdom of Egypt. What's the Wisdom of Egypt? The Power of Egypt. Amen. Wisdom for Living. Wisdom for Decision Making. Wisdom for Living. Wisdom for Decision Making. You know, in the course of a day, we make a lot of decisions, some more important than others. The kind of friends you have, the type of food you eat, whether you sleep late, you know, and wake up late, all of that, you may say, ah, they are small decisions and don't really matter overall. But listen to this. Even the relatively small decisions are important. The relatively small decisions are important. They can either make or break the very important matters of your life. Those small decisions that you say don't matter. They can either make or break important matters of your life. Like the kind of friends you keep. Even whether you sleep late and wake up late. Of course, if you sleep late and you wake up late and you're supposed to be at work very early, you're going to be late to work. And now you get late every time. And what happens? You get fired. And when you get fired, what happens? You don't even collect unemployment. Do you collect unemployment when you get fired? Unless you can prove that you are fired wrongly. So, small decisions like that, you, you know, you're playing video games, video games into the middle of the night. Or you're watching TV, you're watching a movie, and you do that all the time, and you wake up late, and you get to, to work late, and you get fired. Small decision of watching a game into the night. You may think it's a small thing, but it's very important. I love this scripture, this scripture of wisdom that says in Ecclesiastes 10.1. Maybe some of you know this scripture already. Ecclesiastes 10.1, the New Living Translation says, As dead flies cause even a bottle of perfume to stink, so a little foolishness spoils great wisdom and honor. 
Ecclesiastes 10.1 again, New Living Translation says, As dead flies cause even a bottle of perfume to stink. Something that is supposed to smell nice. Dead flies will cause it to stink. So a little foolishness, just a little folly, spoils great wisdom and honor. The Message Bible puts it this way. Dead flies in perfume make it stink. And a little foolishness decomposes much wisdom. <laughs> a little foolishness decomposes, destroys much wisdom. Just a little, just a little foolishness, a little folly. You think, oh, it's a small matter. It's a small decision. Oh, it doesn't really matter. Then you're going to find out that it matters a great deal. It can destroy instantly or destroy slowly. Then you look back and say, huh, I see where my problem started when I got involved with that person. When I got involved with that person. When I started doing that thing. That's where my problem started. This sounds very much, this, this, this scripture, Ecclesiastes 10.1, sounds very much like what the Holy Spirit says to Apostle James in James 3.5. James 3.5. Again, maybe some of you know this scripture. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. Just a spark. Just a spark can destroy a whole city. Just a little spark can destroy much good. Just a little folly. Just a little foolishness can destroy much good, much wisdom. My brothers and sisters, it takes only a split second for life to go horribly wrong. To fix the mess, to fix the mess, you need a thousand things to go right. Even to have a good thing, you need a thousand things to go right. A little foolishness destroys much wisdom. A poor decision can destroy much good. A poor decision can destroy much good. Your years of hard work and accomplishment can be destroyed at an instance or it can be destroyed slowly because of poor decision or series of them. Let me say that again. Your years of hard work and accomplishment can be destroyed at an instance just because of one poor decision or a series of poor decisions. Again, we're looking at wisdom for living, wisdom for decision-making. You see, wisdom employs a wealth of resources, a wealth of resources to make excellent, best decision. Wisdom is like, you know, wisdom takes a panoramic view of everything. It looks to the right, looks to the left, looks back and forth, looks to the side, looks to the east, to the west, to the north, to the side, to the south. Wisdom looks at everything. And makes a sound decision. So wisdom employs a wealth of resources to make excellent best decision. It draws from personal experience, experiences of others, knowledge, understanding, foresight, insight, hindsight, counsel, advice. And that goes on and on and on. Now, to seek wisdom or ask for wisdom doesn't mean you aren't wise. To seek wisdom or ask for wisdom doesn't mean you aren't wise. Rather, it means you are very wise. When you ask for wisdom, when you seek wisdom, don't think little of yourself like, oh, why am I asking? As you know. Yeah, you should know. But 
Don't be too proud that you don't ask. To seek or ask for wisdom doesn't mean you are not wise. Rather, it means you are very wise. Proverbs 9.9 says, Give instruction to a wise man and he will be still wiser. Give instruction to a wise man and he will be still wiser. He's already wise. When you give instruction to the wise man, he doesn't say, I don't need it. He takes it, considers it, thinks about it, reflects on it, and he becomes wiser. Teach a just man and he will increase in learning. That's still Proverbs 9.9. Teach a just man and he will increase in learning. James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all, liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. New Living Translation puts it this way, If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Say, why don't you know that? You go to God and say, Lord, I don't know how to do this. Will you direct me? God won't say, you should know. Don't ask me again. Go sit down or something. Like some of our teachers will say, you know, little kid goes and say, oh, um, what is that? You should know that. I just said, told you a minute ago. Go sit down. Keep quiet. God won't deal with you like that. He will say, okay, this is it. He will repeat it. He will say it again. Some of us are not that gentle or kind. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, wisdom doesn't uh, look down on anybody. Wisdom doesn't deal roughly with anybody. Wisdom is gentle. Wisdom is gentle. And that's our God. He's the real wisdom. Mm. It's wisdom to seek wisdom. It's wisdom to seek wisdom. If you don't know, and you know those who know, ask them. Sometimes you don't even know those who know. What should you do? Should you just sit down? Because, oh, I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody who knows. So what should you do? Tell them, even those who don't know. I mean, you don't know anybody that knows. Still talk to them. They don't know. They don't know what you are asking. What happens? Maybe they know somebody who knows, even though they don't know. Amen? You ask them, say, oh, I don't know. You ask another person, I don't know. You ask another person, I don't know. You keep asking. Somebody says, oh, I don't know, but I know somebody. Hmm, let me ask him. Maybe he will know. Then that person goes to ask another person. That person says, oh, you thought I, I knew this? I don't know, but I know somebody who knows. You see, eventually you get to know somebody who knows. But thank God for technology. Hmm? Gone are the days. When uh, you have a problem, when you have a situation, a mathematical problem, maybe, you know, a medical, you know, exam problem, and uh, you can't solve it. These days, uh, you can just put it on the World Wide Web, you put it on the internet, uh, and you get a thousand and one answers, and you can look and say, okay, which one is the real one? Amen. I'm not saying you should ask counsel from the internet. Amen. If you're asking cancer from the internet, you need a lot of wisdom to know which is which. Amen. So, you don't need to personally have a lot of wisdom. That's what I realized. You don't need to personally have a lot of wisdom to walk or live wise. You don't need to know a whole lot of things to begin to live well, to do well, 
to make sound decisions or excellent choices, you only need humility. Humility. The scripture says the Lord gives grace and more grace and more grace to the humble. If somebody sees you, knowing that you need something, knowing that you need help, and you are humble, they will pick you up. They will help you. They will show you the way. But if you are arrogant and you don't want to ask, and you just go on in your way, you're going to make a lot of blunders, a lot of errors. You're going to enjoy yourself in all lot. So you don't need, you don't need to personally have a lot of wisdom to walk or live wise. Think about it. This is why those in high positions, presidents and governors and kings and queens have advisors. They have um, counselors uh, or ministers to help them do what? Make decisions. To help them make decisions. You know, powerful kings, uh, presidents. They have a whole lot of them. They have uh, a minister of what? Education. That's an advisor of matters of education. Even a minister of education has advisors. Huh? Then you have a minister of energy, an advisor on energy. And even that person has minister, has advisors, has counselors. Wow. So if presidents, governors, and kings and queens need advisors, you need good advisors, counselors in your life. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.